0: All right, everyone, thank you so much for joining us again for another episode of Organized Chaos. I have another amazing guest here with us. I have Jen. Jen is a wife and mama of two girls with a background in hospitality. She is passionate about empowering other shift working families with tools to let their light shine with simple nutrition solutions and growing their own food. Thank you so much for joining us, Jen.
1: Thanks for having me
0: today. I'm I'm so excited and looking forward to this topic um, and how you can like really simplify nutrition for shift working families. But I think in general, it can work for any busy family, right? And um, that's, you know, the shift working part of it. That's how we got connected. Um, we have that shared um, area in our life but um before we get into what you're going to be talking about today i really want to dive into and just have you take us behind the scenes of how life as a mom looks like for you
1: oh thank you yeah i'm a mama of two very busy girls they're 9 and 11 right now and my husband like you said working shift work he works in hotels And that can make pretty long days, lots of solo parenting, lots of, you know, when's daddy going to be home and trying to run kids to and from school and their activities. So I understand how busy families can feel very overwhelmed and it can feel very chaotic. We have found a few simple ways to smooth those things over and uh, and smooth those things out, I guess, to say, so that it doesn't feel so overwhelming. But we also live, you know, 2,000 miles away from our family, so we don't have that support um so we've really had to dig into you know the community where we live now and and asking for help which I think if if anyone listening if that's the very one tip you take away is just ask for help which is not something I'm good at. <laughs>
0: yeah and I I love that message because I try to repeat that because I went through that as well where it, it almost feels like you're bothering people mm-hmm. and you just want to do it on your own but in reality you know, it, there's no shame in asking for help. Right. And, you know, it takes a village. Like absolutely, they
1: say. And yeah. I think too, when you look back, I mean, what are we teaching our kids? Mm-hmm. We're the ones as, you know, as the parent who is often the one at home because the other one is working, uh, how do they learn that it's okay to ask for help, that it's not a shine of a uh, a sign of weakness. That it's really a way of, you know, empowering themselves to say, I can do this, but mm-hmm. I also can ask for help. And what would that open up in your day? What kind of space if you have someone else taking on that task? Or, you know, we we discovered the wonderful life of carpooling last year, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, why have I always said no to this? <laughs> There's so so many more minutes open in my day now when you know another parent, a trusted parent, right, takes you know, your child to the kid activity and then can bring them home for you. So you can stay home and either bath the other one, get the other one ready for bed. It definitely opens up some, uh, some more ease in your day.
0: Yeah. And there's so many great tips that, um, you know, can just make our life more simple mm-hmm. and it just kind of like take some of that, that weight that we usually carry on our shoulders. And, you know, it's just simply about thinking outside the box and then not being afraid to try new things, right? And I love the fact that you said, you know, you know, what are we teaching our, our children? Because we're the leaders. We are the role models. And whatever we do, the kids will catch. And, you know, if we want them to have, you know, lead a healthy, you know, lovely life, then, you know, we need to show that. And we need to show them that, you know, mommy and daddy, you know, they were busy, but you know they surrounded themselves with people who would help so that you know we can have a really great life right mm-hmm. um so let's dive into a little bit about what you're going to be talking uh, about today so nutrition and i know that um people i think sometimes don't realize the impact that eating well can do for you and your family mm-hmm. and you know there's a, there's a lot of things out there and a lot of you know A lot of conflicting information that I, that I see, I think might be getting a little bit better, but you have to kind of know where to look, but I want you to just dive into your expertise and, you know, what are your tips, um, that you can give to busy families that want to focus on nutrition, you know, despite the chaos.
1: Mm -hmm. Thanks. I think the number one thing most families need to do is decide that they are worthy of feeling good. Mm -hmm. You know, we get into this cyclical like hamster wheel of busyness and the kids get sick, they pass it on to each other and it's just the norm. And just realizing that your family's health needs to be a priority and that you're worthy of that so that you can make those simple changes that don't feel overwhelming and you can really start to feel good. Um, I think we live in a busy world where it has just become the norm to, you know, throw whatever in the microwave, do whatever type of drive through because it's easier. Um, But healthy doesn't have to be complicated. It really can be one step at a time. It can be as simple as, you know, getting everybody their own water bottle and ensuring that they fill it up at the beginning of the day. And as parents, we check our water bottle and our kids' water bottle at the end of the day. Did you drink enough water? Um, something as simple as water can lead to, you know, less headaches, less fatigue, more mental clarity for kids when they're at school. And it's water. It's it's one of the simplest things you can start implementing and flushing out those toxins every morning when you first wake up. Having a, a warm glass of Um, warm water and lemon before you have your coffee, before you have your breakfast. That is something I started a few years ago and I found it's really helped to set my day up for success. Um, I also find, you know, meal planning is a game changer. It does feel overwhelming at first, but if you even just take a look at your schedule for the week and decide which days can be days that you cook something at home or which days need to be leftovers. And if you can decide that ahead of time as a busy family on say Sunday night and get everybody involved, like get the kids involved. Of course, they're probably going to say, I want tacos or pizza. And (laughs) that's okay. You can make tacos and pizza a healthy option, but it will make that day of less chaotic when you know, okay, today's a slow cooker day and I'm putting that meal in this morning in the slow cooker or it needs to be a leftover night because we're busy and we're going between school and hockey and you know gymnastics whatever the case may be so just plan that out on Sunday nights so that you know going into the week it doesn't have to be the fast food lane or you know something that's not as healthy Um, I also really enjoy uh, smoothies. (laughs) I feel as a family, even in the winter, wherever you live, smoothies can be a game changer to get so many nutrients in to everybody first off. So we often make a whole food smoothie in the morning. We load it up with a ton of different veg, a really delicious protein powder, and it's safe for kids. And then we know that no matter where the day takes you, it's... All sorts of nutrients first off of the bat to really nourish brain your you know glycemic level, which is basically your willpower when you have those low sugar dips in the afternoon. That's your willpower. It's not uh your willpower is not really your brain. It's it's the fact that you don't have enough nutrients going through your body. Um, so smoothies have been great. And that's something you can also meal prep on a Sunday night when you make your plan for the week. You can fill up you know little Ziploc baggies of the ingredients you're going to toss into the smoothie each morning and just throw them in the freezer. There's nothing easier than you know waking up, opening up a little Ziploc, toss it in a blender, add your liquid in your protein, blend it and go. They're also great for after school snacks. Um, I like to just say, you know, habit, make the habit a stacking habit. So if you are having a hard time getting that water in through the day, what is something you know that you do all the time? You know, if it's you know you know that once an hour that you have to you know go walk the dog or you know you're you're answering the phone because you work at home or whatever it is that's a habit that you know you'll be doing you put the water where your habit already is and add that on similarly to you know getting into the routine of putting things out the night before so i really love what's worked well for our family to kind of set up for the next day is we lay everything out on the counter the night before. So you get out the lunch kits, you get out the water bottles, you get out all of the things that you want to make sure that you're going to do the next day, the night before, get out your vitamins, your supplements, whatever your family is taking and put it out on the counter so that when you wake up in the morning, you have everything set to go. It doesn't have to get forgotten. And that becomes a habit because you're going to bed. It's part of your bedtime routine. Lay out all the things the night before.
0: Yeah, I'd love that. And I think the overall message here is that it's really about habits, right? Because we are creatures of habits. So if we want to implement these new habits, we have to kind of, um, the I guess the easiest way would be to make it as simple as possible. And I love all of your, your tips, um, especially about getting the kids involved. So mm-hmm. meal, meal planning and prepping, such a great way to get your whole family involved um, because they have some more buy-in into that because they're actually making the food or they're prepping the food. So it's a lot more enjoyable for them. And then they look forward to you know, eating that meal and you know taking it out of the little canister or whatever, right? So I I love that and I love how um, this is a family affair, right? It's not just all on hey I'm the parent and I'm going to be implementing these things that you may or may not like. Um, it's all about how can we do this as a family and how can we create these little simple habits that we'll make our lives easier and then at the same time create a much healthier environment.
1: Absolutely. And when you can empower your kids with the tools to feel responsible for their own healthy habits, then it's not mom and dad nagging at them, Mm -hmm. right? It's, I always say to my girls, food equals your mood.
0: Mm.
1: So before you grab that bag of chips or you grab that apple, which one is going to make you feel better? Mm -hmm. And it's not one is better than the other and that's junk food and this is healthy food. It's really just looking at all food is equal. Because all food is available to you, but which one is going to equal, um, you know, a happier mood, no sugar crash, you know, the energy that they need through the day, and on Friday night when it's movie night, of course, you're going to have the popcorn and the bag of chips and the things. But just know that you may not sleep as good that night, right? Just allowing the kids the opportunity to recognize how their mood flows with their food. And I noticed that with my daughter, when she comes home and I pick up her water bottle and there's a lot of water left in there, I know she's going to be a hangry monster. (laughs) And she is starting to recognize that now where she comes home from school and she's in a happier mood and her water is more empty her or completely Mm -hmm. empty. And I always, you know, she's starting to recognize that for herself, that when she has water throughout the day, it helps keep her in a happier mood. And it is really about keeping it super simple, right? Mm -hmm. One of my Best and happiest meals with our kids is Buddha bowls. So they they call them burrito bowls or salad bowls, burrito, Buddha bowls. We chop up a ton of raw veg, put it in little bowls. So they each, you know, each one has its own bowl, uh, cook up a protein. It can be anything really, like a, a piece of chicken or or a steak or a tofu, and have some lettuce options. And you can have either salsa or maybe some. Uh, salad dressing, if there's one that your kids like, but we just lay it all out on the counter and all the little bowls. And our only rule is they have to have at least one protein and at least three vegetables in their roll, and they get to choose what they are. So they're learning what they like, but they're also Mm -hmm. learning why it's important to have the balance. Mm -hmm. And then we'll have, you know, the nacho chips on the side or the tortilla chips, something like that, something crunchy because kids love crunchy things. (laughs) But when they get that rainbow variety but they get the choice you're not forcing them to eat that broccoli or you're not forcing them to eat the tofu they get to choose what they want in their bowl and my kids load it up it's their favorite meal and you can just tell that they're happier because they got to choose they like you said you know getting them involved in the kitchen they get to prep it depending on the age of your kid and it's been a really easy night. And that's also when you can pre-prep, right? Like a lot of raw vegetables you can chop on a weekend and use throughout the week. So that's an easy meal for busy nights.
0: Yeah. I love that. And it's, you know, it's about intentionality really um, because now they're they're more into the making of the food right and they get they get a say into what it is you give them choices but they also get to choose themselves and i think this is also really creating kind of lifelong habits right um so like you said like we're not the nagging parents we're we're the loving parents right that are giving our kids the ability to create better habits that they'll be able to carry on in adulthood right yeah. Um, so I absolutely love all of that. So what is maybe one simple tip that, you know, the mom that's listening right now, who's really busy with her business and, you know, has um, kids maybe at home and just feels like maybe nutrition right now is just not in the cards because it feels overwhelming. What would you say to that mom? What would be a simple tip for them to that they can apply right now?
1: hmm I would say, pick one thing. Mm -hmm. Don't try to take on everything, you know, don't try to eliminate all the different kinds of food groups and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, get the eight to 10 hours of sleep and drink all the water and move your body and all of the things, just take one thing to add and make it. Um, like you said, the intentionality. So I think a big tip would be to be mindful when you're eating. Mm -hmm. So before you eat, before you meal prep, before you decide what the meals will be for the week, just ask yourself, how do I want to feel? And is this going to bring me more ease? Mm -hmm. And if the answer is yes, then move along with that. So, you know, just get into that habit of asking yourself, how do I want to feel before you eat what it is that you're going to eat? or you do the meal prepping and make a decision that you're worthy, that you're worthy to feel good. And if the one thing that you take on this week is adding in more water, awesome.
0: That's perfect. That is absolutely perfect. Um, It's all about simplicity. And like you said, you you don't wanna overcomplicate it and make it feel like you have to add on 10 different habits at once. It's all about that one habit then it creates more habits because then you start to feel better and that motivates you to start to add on more. And I think that's, that's the way to go. And, you know, sometimes I feel like, um, you know, there are times when I, I feel busy and the food part where it's like, Oh, I have to eat now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the intentionality piece is so critical because in the mindfulness, because, you know, sometimes I will, just bring my food when I have in front of the computer. And I feel like that sometimes is a really big mistake because I am not focusing on mindfulness. I'm trying to multitask. So sometimes even just sitting down on the table and that being your focus, you just eating, enjoying your food rather than trying to just add it on to whatever's going on in the day. Um, I think for me, sometimes it's still a struggle, but at least I'm aware of that and I can start making changes, right? Mm-hmm.
1: So. my daughters do that all the time they say mommy you're supposed to sit when you're mm-hmm. eating because I am the worst at just standing f- shoveling out their breakfast drinking mm-hmm. my smoothie shuffling through the morning right because you're busy and they say mom you just, you're supposed to sit when you eat because I say that to them all the time but again they're watching right mm-hmm. so if we can take that time okay how long is it going to take you to eat a breakfast? Maybe 10, 12 minutes. You can sit down and be mindful when you're eating and say to yourself, how will I feel if I sit for these 10 minutes and eat versus rushing through it? And you will, you'll feel better. So it is something about, like you said, making that habit doable. And then once that is a habit, then you can add in one more thing and just take one simple step at a time. Yeah
0: you know your girls telling you hey you know calling you out is yeah. a real testament to you know what you've been able to help them learn right everything that you and your husband are doing um they're watching and they're they're catching it so the fact that they call you out because our kids do that as well um is a really good sign because that means that they are learning and they're yeah. they're really um kind of holding on to these you know really great lessons for them to, you know, lead them into a really great, um, you know, adulthood. Um, So I love this conversation, Jen. And I know that so many people will probably want to learn more about what you do and any more great tips that you have. How can people find and connect with you?
1: Thank you. Instagram is happy, healthy mama JZ. And that's the best place to connect with me. I have all of my web links on there and we have a really cool project that the kids and I have started called the Let It Shine Project. That's Mm -hmm. also on Instagram where we will be sharing more tips to help busy families with um, ideas within nutrition and mindfulness and getting the kids involved. So I'm really excited about that too.
0: That is super cool. I love that. Well, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure, Jen, and thank you for joining us. Thank you. Hey, if you love listening to the podcast, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. On iTunes, go to the show and scroll to the bottom underneath Ratings and Reviews and click on Write a Review. Thanks so much for listening and tune in to our next episode.